Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by Jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more. And also, this podcast is sponsored by State Farm. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Fred Hines, a proud sponsor of your Lebanon Yellow Jackets post-game recap podcast. Hello, everyone. And welcome to a week six edition of the Lebanon Yellow Jackets High School Football Post-Game Recap Podcast, presented to you all season long by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Fred Hines for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. And Post-Game Recap is sponsored by Jasby. Please go to jassby.com slash football for more information. Last night, in a matchup between two Titans, the number six team in the state in Class 5, the Lebanon Yellow Jackets, hosted the West Plains Zizzers, number two in Class 4, and defeated West Plains by a final score of 44-34. to I'm now joined by the head coach of the Lebanon Yellow Jackets, Coach Will Christian. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast today, and how are you? Doing well, sir. Thanks for having me this morning. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on and giving some great insight into the Lebanon program. Last night, we talked about last week on the podcast how big of a game this was between Lebanon and West Plains, two top teams in the state coming from their own class. And this game was drawing people from left and right. And actually, you guys were honored and welcomed the head coach of the University of Missouri football team, Eli Drinkwitz. He was there to support your offensive lineman, Tristan Wilson. He was shown on Twitter wearing an offensive line shirt supporting Lebanon. What did it mean to you and the program to have Coach Trinkwitz at the game last night? Well, it meant a lot. I mean, obviously, we um, you know, are extremely honored when we get any college coaches uh, at our games, but certainly when you're talking about the head football coach uh, at the University of Missouri, uh, that's an extremely big deal. And um, one that, you know, not just Tristan, obviously he's very appreciative, but I think all of our kids, uh, that's a lot of fun, you know, getting to play in front of, uh, uh that individual and, uh, you know, here in Lebanon, uh, this is MIZ territory. And so, you know, I think our fan base, uh, uh, really appreciated it as well. And so it's a lot of fun, but, but obviously, you know, it can't distract from, you know, the job at hand and it certainly did not. What is the balance to kind of show and tell your players that, yes, Coach Trinkwitz is here on the field. He's supporting the, the Lebanon program. He's seeing you guys all play, and it's a huge situation, a huge game. But also, like you said, hey, we got a job to do. we got to beat West Plains. How do you kind of balance that out? I, you know, I think our kids are mature. Um, you know, I think they've shown that all year. I mean, obviously, we haven't played great all the time. But what I think we have done all the time is kept composure and dealt with whatever's in front of us well and really been focused on who we are and, and, and the moment and, and trying to, you know, win that moment. And 
And so, I, you know, something like that is fun, but I, I knew that it wouldn't be a distraction. Um, when we cross the lines and we start battling a very, very tough West Plains football team, uh, I doubt that any of our kids were thinking about, uh, you know, Coach Drinkwitz being at the game at that point. On the offensive side of the ball, with Coach Drinkwitz being there, Tristan Wilson and your entire offensive line really showed a great performance and allowed your running backs, including Cade Musha, to really run the ball perfectly and really have some big holes for him. Cade ended up with four touch, four rushing touchdowns. What did you see in the entire kind of game through your rushing offense and how successful they were? Well, I mean, we controlled the line of scrimmage um, in, in, in quotation marks again. Um, not to sound arrogant, but just proud. Um, our, our offensive line has played exceptional football from start to finish, and, and, it's, and it's what we are. And um, it's an expectation, and, and it takes a lot of selflessness from those individuals. You know, they're, they're not going to get a lot of glory uh, in, in their individual name, uh, but they know their importance and they work their tails off and they're talented. And it's not just Tristan. Tristan, obviously, he is an extremely talented young man, a Division One kid. Uh, but we got other young men up on that front that are very talented, you know, with Caden Brown, our right tackle, a very nasty individual with a great motor. Um, and then we've got our left guard, Zach's. Uh, Smith, who uh, is a, a heavyweight wrestler, a, a state medalist, uh, he is extremely physical. Um, our left tackle, Tim Pruitt, another senior, so four seniors up front, and Tim does a great job and is very physical. And then Danon Conrad, who's a sophomore, I guess he's the pup of the group, uh, but he does a tremendous job at center. And so... You know, we, we've got a group of five guys up front that get after it. But, I, you know, I do need to add as well that they're not the only five blocking. You know, we get great blocking from our slots, and we, we played a lot of them last night. Um, we get great blocking from our tight ends, uh, Gunnar Williams. Uh, we get outstanding blocking from our receivers, too. Uh, you know, Drew Trulove has made some exceptional catches this year. Uh, but he blocks uh, every play, and he is a very unselfish kid uh, that's focused on, uh, uh, you know, his team and, and our success. You mentioned all your offensive linemen that have been so success successful in helping your, your running game, including other guys in the wide receivers and just your entire offense. Your, your offense is designed on making sure they can block to lead running holes to be wide open. And a key part of that throughout the entire game is your conditioning and making sure your players aren't so tired so they can keep blocking the defense and keep allowing these holes to be wide open. How important to you and the Lebanon program is your conditioning? And did you see that really have an impact last night in being able to kind of stay, stay non-tired the rest of the game? We're a big believer in that aspect, and it doesn't just happen in the season. It's a year-round thing. And honestly, we were playing an opponent that also takes pride in that. West Plains does an unbelievable job in the weight room, and, and they're a very uh, highly conditioned group as well. And I thought that we won that battle, uh, at least on this given night, Friday. I thought our kids uh, uh, played really hard. But I also need to tip my cap to West Plains because in the fourth quarter, there was no quit in that football team. Uh, they kept coming. 
Uh, their quarterback uh, made some exceptional throws uh, that, that kept things interesting because, I mean, it's a 36-14 to 14 ball game. Um, and, you know, uh, we, we have opportunities to, to make that thing go completely away, and we got to credit West Plains for, for staying in it. Uh, and that's what you would expect from, from a, a championship-type group. I mean, they, like us, have won districts uh, a couple of times recently. They, uh, you know, were the defending conference champions. So, you know, they're, they're not going to lay down. You can guarantee that. But I was really, really, really proud of our kids, our coaches, uh, for weathering that storm um, and making some big plays to finish it. As you head into the end of the first half and then come out to be, to begin the second half, that always can be in a football game, a huge turning point. If you have momentum into the locker room, and if you do, can you keep that heading into the second half? And you guys in the second half were absolutely able to do that. As you head into halftime when it was 22-14, to 14, you guys were up by eight. You guys came out on, on your first possession of the second half. Cade Musha had a 54-yard rushing touchdown. Besides specifically his big run in that touchdown, how big in general was that possession to keep your momentum going as you took a bigger lead in the start of the second half? Pivotal. You know, kind of opposite of the week before, I thought that, mm-hmm. you know, Glendale seized momentum. Um, when, you know, they got a stop on a fourth down on our, for, our first possession of the second similar situation. Um, and this time around, you know, we were able to convert, get points, lengthen the lead, which added pressure to our opponent. Um, and so it, that, that was a pivotal part in the game. And, you know, there's a lot of them. You know, people, I think, sometimes like to place more importance on you know, one part of the game over another, I, I think they're all really important and they all add up. But without question, mentally, that was extremely important as we moved through that second half. We've discussed your offense, but your defense deserves a ton of credit as well, especially getting that lead up to 36-14 and holding a West Plains offense that had been scoring a lot throughout the season, kept them very low until the game was kind of out of hand. And two guys that really seemed to, to stand out were Sam Haney and Zach Rose. What did you see out of your defensive line and linebackers that really seemed to give West Plains trouble? I thought that we did a great job defensively. Um, you know, especially against the running attack, um, the only exception may be the quarterback draw late. Uh, but uh, Sam Haney uh, had a great night. Uh, he had a sack. Um, he uh, did a great job of putting a lot of pressure on their center. Uh, and I thought that that helped uh, get a few uh, snap problems and and get them in some longer down situation and and, and Zach Rose is just the mainstay. You know, he's a kid that's got a few uh, offers and uh, he's talented, um, runs to the football and um, just very, very difficult to block. And, you know, I thought those guys, along with Gunnar Williams, and, and we played quite a few. Tristan Wilson got some reps defensively, Caden Brown, uh, Terrence Jones. So we had a lot of guys that contributed up front on the defensive side and and I thought they did very well. And then I, I, I thought we did a great job of rallying and, and tackling, especially the first three quarters. You know, the fourth quarter, um, you know, maybe we, we probably didn't tackle quite as well. And, you know, and maybe we were running out of gas a little bit too, uh, 
you know, in that realm. And, and, and you got to credit West Plains, uh, got a lot of skill um, at the receiver position and the quarterback when he ran. And so, um, you know, that's one of those things that you kind of got to tip your cap to them. But, uh, but that'll be a point of emphasis moving forward is tackling a little bit better late. And another exciting play that your defense forced was a 50-yard pick six by Max Gross. From your view on the sideline, how did you see that play develop? You know, I was waiting for that on the night, you know, because Max kind of, you know, he's our guy that's sitting back there playing center field and kind of ball hawking. And uh, during the course of the summer and and throughout the course of uh, uh, our seven-on-sevens, Max had a lot of picks. And so – I knew those were coming and, and, uh, it was a big one. And of course, uh, obviously converting it to points, uh, were, were even bigger. Um, and so really happy for him, you know, Max is a kid who, uh, in our program, um, going up through it, he had a knee injury in junior high. He had to overcome, uh, then, uh, sophomore and junior year battling, you know, to try to get time on the varsity field, uh, he never uh, lost his focus, his commitment. Um, he worked hard, and and so it's really, really cool to see a senior uh, reap the benefits of that, not only in, in our team's success, but, but also in how he's performing. Well, as we look ahead to next week, it's, it's another juicy matchup. It seems to be we keep having that each week with you guys in the Lebanon program. But next week, you guys for week seven are going to host Camdenton. In a high, and as you battle for the Highway 5 trophy. Before we get to specifically what you're looking to, to scout this week for Camdenton, just you've been at Lebanon for 17 years. How exciting is playing for the Highway 5 trophy, and what does that mean to you and the Lebanon community? Well, this game is always a big game. Um, but I think one of the things that's really important for our football team inside the circle is that uh, we – we don't get tied in on any of that stuff and we stay focused on the big picture. Um, and we really, really work on being hungry and, and being humble six and oh football team. So we're, we're at a crossroads in the realm of humility. And so we've got to make the right decisions to make sure that we understand that we need to get better. And, and, and we focus in on those areas and we play better football uh, longer and and in every area and so that'll be what we're all about you know that trophy's cool the rivalry's cool uh our fans uh, really get into it and we're going to let all of them have a good time with all of that stuff outside the circle inside the circle we're going to be dialed into us and and what we need to do for uh to move forward in the big picture and uh and be one and oh well, inside your coaching circle is about scouting the next opponent. And speaking of Camdenton, what have you seen so far this season out of them and what you guys are going to have to do to come out with the Highway 5 trophy next week? Yeah, so uh, they like to throw the football very similar to Glendale. In fact, it is uh, uh, kind of a mirrored offense. Uh, they are a five-wide team. Uh, Bear Shore, their quarterback, is having an excellent season. Uh, he's got a very good arm. He can run it. He's got a, a host of quality receivers to throw to. And so, uh, you know, what we've got to do, honestly, is, you know, we've got to take, you know, what we've done up to this point um, 
in the passing game and, and analyze and, and make the necessary tweaks that are going to put us in the best position possible to be successful. One thing that is a benefit is that we have played Glendale. Um, and so we've defended this once, not that it's going to make it easier, uh, but uh, at least we've got experience and, you know, we can also look at some things that maybe, you know, from that, that we need to fix. And so that'll be a benefit as well. Um, and then it just boils down to execution of it and, and tackling on the defensive side. Now on the other side, um, their defense is what it usually is, and it's pretty stingy. Uh, they're athletic. They run around. Um, they're going to get after you. They're going to pressure you. Uh, they're sometimes going to bring up to five. Uh, and so you got to deal with all of that well. And, and so, you know, we'll be dialed in and focused on executing that along with looks that they've given us in the past. Uh, we always do some you know, some work to make sure that, you know, anything that in the past those coordinators have done, we're prepared for. And, um, and I think, you know, we'll be in, in, a, in a great spot and it should be another heck of a ball game. And, you know, one thing that's really nice, uh, I told our kids and staff, uh, you know, when, when we were enjoying and celebrating our victory is that, you know, we, uh, we don't have probably a whole lot of worry about our football team being focused and motivated, you know, coming off of a, you know, honestly now two big weeks of wins, you know, uh, does, you know, does your team mentally uh, maintain? Um, and in some, some games, some weeks, you know, I might be highly stressed about this fact, but one thing that's nice about playing our, our tribal is that I, I know that won't be the issue this week. Our kids will be very dialed in. And I mentioned in, earlier in the interview, we have a mature team. And, and, and so because of that, uh, they, know, they know what happens when you don't prepare well. And so I know without a shadow of a doubt, our kids will prepare excellently this week and we'll be ready to go. Well, Coach, you said it best, the maturity, the preparation, the focus. It was all evident last night as Lebanon pulled out a 44-34 to victory over West Plains, improving your record to 6-0. And as we look forward to Week 7, you guys will battle Camdenton at home at Jacket Stadium in a huge matchup for the Highway 5 trophy. But as always, Coach, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Sir, I appreciate it. Thank you for the coverage of our program. For Week 6, for Coach Christian, I'm Mark Feldman saying so long and have a great day. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, Jazby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to Jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com. And also, as you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Fred Hines has chosen to sponsor your Lebanon Yellow Jackets post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.